What does utopia look like to you? Is it a tropical paradise? Is the cost of living affordable? Are you there with the love of your life? Is it free from discrimination, the chains of capitalism, and better yet, taxes? What if this paradise existed, but only to certain people? And in order for some to enjoy this magical lifestyle, others had to be exploited and pushed out. Today we're going to tell you a story about a woman who found her Eden, shared it with everyone, and then promptly lost it all. It's a story about privilege, a collision of culture, and the nasty underbelly that makes paradise for a select few possible. It's a story about ignorance and influencers. And ultimately, it's a story about getting heavily canceled. On this episode of Canceled, we're going to introduce you to the unfortunate tale of Kristen Gray. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. In case you're new here, an introduction. I'm your host, Cam, and you're listening to Cancel, the show where we look back at some of the biggest and most bizarre attempts to cancel people, corporations, and even countries. Sometimes you may think the subjects of our very academic and rigorous study deserve public disdain. At other times, it may seem a gross injustice. Doesn't matter. All of them were judged in the court of public opinion and ultimately canceled. Now, how many of us have dreamed of leaving behind the drudge of everyday life and escaping to a faraway tropical haven? Especially in the middle of the pandemic that took over life in 2020 and forced people to remain constrained inside cramped homes or stuck without the ability to travel for months on end. Well, some people managed to get out. You might have seen reports in the newspapers of digital nomads who were traveling predominantly from Western countries like the UK and the US to Caribbean islands and Central American countries like Costa Rica. For one American graphic designer named Kristen Gray, her chosen escape was to Bali, an Indonesian island that gets about 60% of its economy from tourism. As Kristen tells it, She's been trying and failing to get steady work for a while. 2019 was a struggle. The 28-year-old had her own graphic design business in L.A., but it wasn't getting the traction she hoped, and she was living off her savings. So in early 2020, when COVID-19 was still confined to China, or so we thought, she and her girlfriend Sandra packed their bags and booked one-way tickets to Bali. The move was actually Sandra's idea, but the fallout that was on the horizon would rest on Gray's shoulders. In 2020, though, they didn't know what was coming. Sandra was a safety technician in the oil and gas industry. 
As she explained, in one of the frequent vlogs the couple would upload once they were on the island, this meant she could save a lot of money in a short amount of time. Once Sandra hit her $10,000 savings goal, she decided to book her ticket to Bali then and there. Kristen wasn't as ready to jump ship. To make the money she needed to get to Bali, Kristen worked a contract that Sandra had hooked her up with and sold all of her belongings. The couple managed to snag six months visas, more on that later, and head out. Suddenly, Kristen had swapped her $1,300 per month LA studio for a luxury treehouse that cost $400 for the same period. The weather was hot. The cost of living was low. In Bali, American dollars went far. Kristen and Sandra would exercise and eat delicious food, go swimming in the azure water, and work from the beauty of their home. Kristen's business was going well too. At first, it was a bit of a struggle to adjust, but she soon found her feet. The move to Bali, she thought, had been a, quote, game changer. Even when the pandemic began to bite, it didn't seem to touch Kristen and Sandra. Sure, their six-month visa was up, but so what? In the chaos of the pandemic, no one would notice. And moving countries seemed like a bad idea right now. So they decided to stay put. A year passed. It was now January 2021. Life for Kristen and Sandra was good. So good that they thought they could perhaps make some extra money sharing how they were able to live such a desirable and Instagram-friendly lifestyle. Neither of the pair were influencers per se, but they were young, beautiful, and their Bali story was sure to sell. The couple created an ebook using Kristen's design skills titled, Our Bali Life Is Yours, and uploaded a YouTube video that teased the answer to frequently asked questions about how they got their visas and made a living in the book. Kristen also decided to promote the ebook on Twitter, a move that started a chain of events that would see her life and Bali left in tatters. But she didn't know that when she pressed send tweet on a long thread about her wonderful new existence, which she posted on January 16th. Quote, Moving out of America in my 20s has been a game changer, Kristen wrote. I've been living in Bali, Indonesia for over a year with my girlfriend. A thread. End quote. In the thread, she told her followers about her amazing life in Bali, sharing photos of her and Sandra smiling, swimming, and playing with their new puppy. Kristen admitted that the pair decided to, quote, stay put, even though their six-month visa was up and touted the benefits of life on the island. According to Kristen, who was a Black woman, Bali was, quote, queer-friendly. And there was also a thriving, quote, Black in Bali community who supported each other. Bali, she said, had helped her heal from childhood traumas and also as a reflux. Because she and Sandra were on the island, they had been able to detach from the political drama in the U.S. Kristen finished her thread by pointing followers to buy her ebook, promising that they included, quote, direct links to our visa agents and how to go about getting into Indonesia during COVID. We're just two Black girls trying to give knowledge and build a community of humans who know their divinity and want to thrive versus survive. Twitter, do your thing, she wrote. Twitter did its thing. Gray's thread went viral, but the attention quickly turned sour. Questions were being asked. Why was Kristen Gray, a Western expat, promoting travel to Bali during a pandemic? Why was she touting Indonesia, 
where same-sex marriage is illegal and anti-LGBTQ legislation is in place as a queer-friendly paradise. Was she legally allowed to be in the country as her visa had run out? And as if she was on a tourist visa in the first place, but working, did that mean she wasn't even paying the proper taxes to the country she claimed had changed her life? Suddenly, Gray found herself canceled. Her representation of Bali as a utopia was a uniquely Western experience, said Indonesians. In an article, Indonesian writer Sabrina Sintra laid out multiple examples of how Gray's American status had shielded her from the realities that Black, queer, indigenous people faced on the island. The Papuans, for example, a Black ethnic minority group native to Bali, have all been displaced from their land. LGBTQ people face raids and harassment from police and the threat of conversion therapy. Plus, Gray's American dollars go far against the Indonesian rupiah. Cheap for her does not translate to affordable for the native Balinese. Gray wasn't just canceled online, though. The furor had reached the attention of the Balinese authorities and they were concerned at the queer-friendly label she'd attached to Bali. In fact, they said it amounted to, quote, carrying out dangerous activities, end quote. On January 19th, Gray and Sandra were arrested at their luxury treehouse apartment and detained by Bali immigration officials to be deported. Gray suddenly found that Bali was perhaps not the LGBTQ paradise she had portrayed it as. She and Sandra were deported back to the U.S. on January 20th. Nine days later, a post purporting to be from Gray appeared on a Bali Facebook group. It was an apology. Quote, Regarding my tweets that went viral and the Indonesian people I have offended, it was never my intention to disrespect Indonesian culture, especially Balinese culture. I made a public Twitter thread about my experience and it was a mistake. Gray said she took, quote, full accountability for the poor wording and the privileged language in my tweets. And that she was, quote, sorry for the spreading of this information. I did not intend to go viral. End quote. She still denied that she committed any crime by not paying taxes on the island, as she wasn't paid for her offshore work in Indonesian rupiah. But Kristen did apologize to Bali's LGBTQ community. Quote, for exposing you all to my off-base statement of the island of Bali, being friendly to me and my queer partner. End quote. She finished with another apology about promoting travel to Bali during the pandemic and followed up with a plea and a promise. Quote, I ask you kindly to accept my apology. I will do my best to spread the message of ethical travel to Bali when it is safe. She wrote, and she might well be. While Kristen is banned from returning to Bali for six months, that's not exactly a forever. But with Balinese authorities now considering a new type of visa that will cost expats a 100,000 pound deposit, it might not be so easy to move there by the time she's able to again. So how canceled is Kristen Gray? Well, she got dragged across the internet, accused of Western privilege and ignorance, and ultimately deported back to her home country. On the other hand, memories are short. By now, her memory is barely a whisper through the Balinese palm trees. I wonder how her ebook sales are doing.
This episode of Cancelled was written by Moya Lothian McLean. This is a Broccoli Production. <laughs> <laughs>